awesome podcast. Toot toot. Let's talk about some of our favorite amusement park rides on today's show. How about that? Yeah, let's go on a virtual ride to some rides. Yeah, I love that. You like that? Mm -hmm. I took some radio classes. You know, they say the first roller coasters were just poorly designed trains. Is that right? Boss shows up in the morning to the train site and says, what the heck you guys been doing? Never mind all these unnecessary loops and swerves you've put in. But this dang thing concludes right back where it started. We're in the A to B business, and you fools are right back at A. <laughs> Fascinating. Well, I mean, listen, I didn't say it was interesting. I just said it was true, Mr. Possum. Tonight, we're going to be counting down our top five favorite rides and some of America's greatest theme parks. So when we come back, Mr. Possum and I are both going to give you our number five favorite amusement park ride. Big Al, what's number five in your top five roller coaster? My number five favorite amusement park ride is the Axl Rose Experience at the Hollywood Nights Mall in L.A., California. Oh, yeah. This is one of those things that's shaped like a bus, and it's got a screen inside, and it's got those hydraulic pumps underneath it, and it makes your silly little monkey brain think that you're on a ride, even though it never goes anywhere, you know? Now, usually those are very boring, but in this one, you get to relive the experience of a young Axl Rose riding a Greyhound bus across the country to Los Angeles from Lafayette, Indiana, where he will become one of rock and roll's biggest legends. Watch out for the potholes in Missouri, Mr. Possum. See the Grand Canyon for the first time. Experience Axl's storied gastrointestinal distress at a truck stop outside Albuquerque. That sounds tight. I mean, you get to be on tour with Axl Rose. He's probably having lots of rock and roll experiences. I'm sure there's tons of Guns N' Roses music playing. I mean, yeah, sign me up. Well, now, hold on a second, Mr. Possum. There's no Guns N' Roses music in the ride itself. Oh, that's disappointing. They did license Axl Rose's life story and also his likeness, but there's no Guns N' Roses music inside the ride because, for one, that would be very expensive, and two... I think you're supposed to come off of the ride wanting to write some music the way Axl Rose did. Oh. So you're kind of in a world that doesn't have any good music in it, like Axl Rose was. Oh, I see. Mr. Possum, what's your number five? Oh, you have got to go ride the Spinabite ride over at Clive Barker's horror theme park, Barker Park. Uh... They made a Cenobite theme park? Yeah, it's a Clive Barker park. You know, the, the Cenobites are part of it for sure. They factor in very heavily. But, you know, you got your night breed in there, too. Wow. It seems like a bad idea to actually make a Cenobite park. I don't know if you ever saw that movie, Cenobite Park, where they bring a bunch of Cenobites back, pull some of their blood out of some amber. Mm -hmm. 
and they make a big park out of it, but the fence fails. Oh. And then there's Cenobites running everywhere. I mean, I, I don't know if you ever saw that movie, but it implies that making a Cenobite park would be sort of dangerous hubris. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I get your concern for sure, but it ain't that kind of park. If you saw the employees at Clive Barker's Barker Park, you would realize that these are not real Cenobites. They're sad teenagers. Oh, okay. Walking around dressed like mascots. Oh, they're not actual Cenobites. No. Okay. Absolutely not. If a real Cenobite saw these mascot Cenobites, these fake ones, I think it would really, really bum them out, really depress them and give them pain. <laughs> You're saying this was the thing that would cause actual pain to a real Cenobite is seeing these knockoff Cenobites. A hundred percent, yeah. Yeah. But I I gotta tell you about this ride. It's called the Spinabite. Uh-huh. Well, you get in this big oblong thing with about 12 other humans, right? Yeah. And it starts spinning real fast and the centrifugal force kind of throws you to the side. Right. But it, the ride is tight. It's designed to make it look like them demon chains are pulling you to the side instead of the force. Cool. So it's like a Gravitron with chains. Yes, it's Gravitron with chains. And it's awesome. Barker Park is just a, it's, it's such a great time. I mean, I know it doesn't seem right because Cenobites are all about pleasure and pain, you know. But Barker Park is just about pleasure. The employees are enough pain for everyone. Uh-huh. It's so sad. Like, there's puzzle boxes everywhere and these little picnic tables, and if you solve it, a Cenobite kind of comes out of this little sewer grate and gives you a cookie. Wow. And he looks so sad. That sounds really worth it. The thing that I love the most about this idea is it shifts the power dynamic of the Cenobites to where I'm mm-hmm. the one sort of dominating them and making them miserable. Because they have to come over and smile in my photograph and give me a cookie if I solve the uh, lament configuration. But don't forget to stop in for lunch. It's a midnight meat train. Get you a sausage sandwich. Mr. Possum, what is your number four? Now, this one's not exactly a thrill ride. It's kind of a relaxing time. But you got to mix that in with your thrills, you know? Absolutely. I love the hot coffee cup ride over there at Breakfast Land. Breakfast Land is exactly what it sounds like. It's a whole theme park all about breakfast. I love it. They've got a roller coaster called the Scrambler, which is egg-themed, and it's just the most insane ride in your life. You feel like you're actually an egg being scrambled, Big Al. Okay. But when I go there, I like to start with the hot coffee cup ride. I begin my day there. Now, this ride is just like your classic spinning teacup ride. Sure. Except they actually fill up the cup you're riding in with piping hot black coffee. Ooh, wow. And you're just sitting in it. Now, cream and sugar is extra, but it's good because it's like a combination hot tub and ride. Super relaxing. I feel like I could sit in there for hours, Mr. Potts. Well, you can't sit in there for hours. There's a lot of other guests that are in line. And they got to get in that coffee cup right after you. Mr. Possum, are you saying they don't clean the coffee pot out? They don't clean sort of your coffee bath remnants out of there every time someone new gets into the ride? 
No, but I mean, it's the, here's the thing. The cup is going so fast that a lot of it sloshes out. Okay. And when in between rides, there's somebody that comes over with a big pitcher of hot coffee and they go, War- give you a warm up, hun. And they pour in a hot black coffee in there. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just being freshened all day. A lady in a polka dot skirt comes over and tops you off when you, uh-huh. when, when you get out of the ride. I get it. I get it. Yeah. What's next on your list? My number three favorite amusement park ride is one for the wet daddies out there. Uh Uh-oh. That's right. This is a water park ride, specifically the Dog Gut River Cruise at Minnesota's Typhoon Town. The Dog Gut? Dog Gut River Cruise, Mr. Possum. This is one of those lazy river rides where you sit your butt in a big old 37-inch tire and dig your bare feet into your wife's armpits so you don't lose each other along the way. And then you just listen to the perverted conversations of teenagers as they paddle their way by. What's fun about this one is it recreates the guts of a real dog, and you travel through the esophagus and tum-tum and through the intestines of man's best friend. Mm. There's a few surprises in there, as you may have guessed, Mr. Possum. There's uh, bubbles and blockages and so on. Yeah, a dog lead anything. Yeah. Unfortunately, this ride is currently shut down due to worms. It seems like worms would make it kind of a haunted house ride. You could be floating along in the gut and have a big old bacterium pop out there. Unfortunately, the worms are not to scale. Oh. Which would make them kind of a fun addition to the ride. I see. They're just worms. In this instance, they're just regular-sized worms, which means you go through the ride and you've got worms. You've got worms. Mm-hmm. Remember that? You used to get emails. Mr. Possum, it's time for your number three. Big Hal, you've simply got to ride Skeeter the Ride. The only mosquito experience for humans. It's the top attraction at Bugtown. An entire theme park devoted to bugs and other creepy crawlies. Uh-huh. And on the Skeeter Ride, you get in your rolly car and you're in the body of a mosquito. And you've got a pokey blood mouth coming out of the front of the car. Mr. Possum, that's called a proboscis. Biscuits? No, those are over at Breakfast Land, Big Al. Okay. All right. Dummy. Continue. Dummy. Continue, Mr. Possum. And you zip around in, in this dark room around this huge oversized feller. I mean, you're the it's to scale. You know, you're a tiny little skeeter. He's he's robotic and he's giant, and guess what? He don't like you being there at all. You're a pest. Sure. And this ride is all over the place. There are no dips and rises and falls like a traditional roller coaster. The skeeter is all janky zigs and zags. You wonder how this track was even built. Uh-huh. There seems to be no rhyme or reason to it at all. But that's life as a skeeter. And this big guy, like I said, he don't want you here. He's swatting at you, yelling in a language you don't understand. But then finally, at the end of the ride, you evade him, and your pokey blood mouth plunges into his skin, and then it becomes a water ride. You're soaked in thick red sauce, 
and then the ride is over. What a thrill. Wow. So you get covered in the blood. Mm -hmm. You don't drink the blood yourself. Yeah. So you're almost more of a parasite inside the belly of a mosquito for this. Right, you don't get to have any, so you're like an unsuccessful parasite. You don't get to have any. What does that mean? Is it toxic or something? I don't know. Don't overthink the mosquito ride. But, you know, I, I'm sure this happens to mosquitoes where you, you bite into somebody that's got really high blood pressure and it just goes everywhere and you barely get to drink any of it. Sure, sure. And this guy's got high blood pressure because he's mad. He don't like you being here. He's not one of those guys that likes mosquitoes buzzing around him. He's not into it at all. next well this isn't exactly a roller coaster mr possum though it can be a roller coaster of an experience my number two favorite type of ride is the escape room mr possum the escape room the escape room i don't know if you've ever done one of these things but they lock you inside a big room and there's clues all around for different ways that you could get out mm, no i don't like it i don't like the idea of it i don't like paying to be kidnapped okay well I, li I like a challenge, and I find it kind of a thrilling challenge in an age where the rest of my life is just me sitting somewhere looking at something. Okay. But there's clues all around for how to get out of this room, Mr. Possum. Like, if there's a chair sitting there, you can, you can go, oh, I'm supposed to throw that chair at that window. Get out of this place. Mm -hmm. Or maybe I should stomp real hard on every floorboard in the place and see if I can break the floor in some way. Right. But the problem with escape rooms is they stick you in there with other people. Literally just like whoever shows up is in the escape room with you. And some of these folks are nerds, Mr. Possum. Nerds? Total nerds. They're peeking around little bookshelves and stuff, looking for tiny little clues and being real lazy while you're, uh, while you're shouting, hey, they only give us 20 minutes to break this door down, so we all need to be pushing the whole time. The best escape room for my money is the Central Park bathroom downtown. Locked at sundown and completely free. And on a good night, you can end up in there by yourself. Have you figured out how to get out of there, though? Well, no, not exactly. Well, have you tried flushing yourself down the toilet? It seems like a viable exit. I have tried flushing myself down the toilet so many times, Mr. Possum. It's one of my primary strategies. You know, one shoe off, arms in first, head first. Nothing seems to work. It seems like that's how someone would end up being sort of lord of the sewer. And you got an army of crocodiles down there because everybody gets them baby crocs and flush them down the toilet when they got too big. <laughs> you could have like a whole reptile army down there. Yeah. Well, that's sort of the dream. But uh, usually what happens is I just spend about eight hours trying to flush myself down the toilet. And then someone comes along and unlocks the door at sunup. And, and then I go free having one. Yet another escape room experience. Mr. Possum, what is your number two? Well, we're going back to breakfast land, Big Al. Oh, right. Because you got to try out the lazy syrup river. It starts out, you're at the top of a great big stack of flapjacks. Uh -huh. And you're in, in this little 
inflatable pad of butter, and that's your little raft. You go down the slide, but instead of water in the slide, it's real maple syrup. And you can just kind of ooze down the slide slowly because it's syrup. And you get plopped down in the syrup that's surrounding the pancake. And then you're just kind of riding around on the butter pad orbiting around Pancake Mountain. No, I can visualize it very easily because I've watched syrup sort of glop down off of a off of a flapjack before this this brings uh a similar concern to the coffee teacup ride which Mm -hmm. is i would think that having a kind of syrup fountain and filtering it and maintaining it and getting rid of all the debris the people's debris and dirtiness that gets sucked off by the viscous syrup that would be kind of a nightmare, and that this would be kind of a disgusting experience in, in reality. It, it sounds good on paper and maybe in a cartoon. Well, you need to get off the paper and go visit Breakfast Land because you have not relaxed until you have dipped your calves into sticky, hot maple syrup heated by the sun itself. Yeah, there's some Band-Aids in there, so what? I think I can imagine a more re- relaxing and pleasant experience than dipping my leg into hot maple syrup. Like cool water, for instance. That's crazy. All the other parks got cool water. Breakfast Land's got syrup. Al, what's the number one roller coaster you're going to tell us about tonight? My number one favorite amusement park ride is at Uncle Jim's Discount Wonderland. Now, I love Uncle Jim's place because he doesn't bog you down with any red tape or safety precautions. He just lets you have as much fun as your fragile body can handle at a reasonable price. And the best ride at his place, in my opinion, is called the Possum Barbecue. Possum Barbecue? What? You have got to try this ride, Mr. Possum. You would love it. It's this cool metal tube, and he sticks you inside this big, uh, like, wire carrier. Mm -hmm. And you spin around inside the tube, and there's all kinds of effects, like smoke and sparks. It's a real hoot, Mr. Possum. I have Mm. got to take you to try it. I think you'll get a kick out of it. Does this place have, like, a web page, something I could look at to make sure I'm not walking into a trap? I don't think so. Uncle Jim doesn't seem like much of a computer guy. Hmm. Well, I just Googled it here on the station computer. Uh-huh. And it says it's free entry if you bring a possum with you for the barbecue. Well, yeah. Regular ticket price is $5. So you're going to roast me alive and eat me to save $5. Yeah. Sounds kind of like a jerk move when you put it that way. Mm-hmm. Well, Mr. Possum, what's your number one amusement park ride? Well, my number one amusement park ride happens to be at the amusement park that I'm designing. Okay, so this one isn't real. This is one you've imagined in your mind. Well, that's a harsh way to put it. It's in progress. It's not that it's not real. I mean, it's not, but I mean, it's in progress. It's a Okay, sure. You'll see when I make it. Anyway, the best ride at this theme park is going to be Biker Baby, the ride. Take a virtual ride with Biker Baby. 
Here we go with your old biker baby idea. Mm-hmm. Climb on the back of a chopper driven by a human baby dressed like a tough biker. He's got a leather jacket, a flag bandana, and uh-oh, just a diaper. But you'll be the one soiling yourself, buddy, because this is a wild ride. This is a baby driving a motorcycle. Yeah. It's a virtual experience ride, kind of like the Axel Rose ride, where you climb into a sort of a van thing that's all dark inside, uh-huh. and there's hydraulic lifts under it, shaking it around, and, you know, there's smells in there. It's a whole sensory experience. Guess what it smells like in there? Gas. Yeah. Because that's what a biker baby smells. It smells like gasoline in there. That's what I would have guessed. So you get in there, and you sit on the bike, and... It's a it's a rough ride. It's I'm not gonna lie, it's gonna be rough. And if you yell and complain too much, the biker baby will sense it and kind of growl at you because you're harshing his vibe. Sure. And if you gripe too much, the simulation will end and he just sort of pulls over and you get kicked out of the van by the hydraulic lifts. So that's how the ride ends is you end up complaining too much because you're in a tight little van that smells like gasoline. You will complain, yeah. So the ride is designed to be very short and to kick you out at the end of it. Can I ask, is the infant the size of a baby that you're clinging onto, or is it like sort of an enormous, honey, I blew up the kid baby in the ride? Well, he's not enormous. He's like like the size of like a Chuck E. Cheese performer, you know, like a rock of fire explosion monkey. So just shaped like a baby, but not the size of a baby. Right. Yeah, exactly. I think you should have uh, Born to be Wild playing there. That's kind of the perfect song. It should play throughout the entire ride, I think. Well, you think Axl Rose has budget issues. You wait till you come to Possum Land. We can't afford Born to be Wild, but we do have a knockoff version called I Was Born Doing Crazy Stuff on a Motorcycle. That's a motorcycle sound. Okay. The Big Howl and Possum Podcast. Toot toot.